Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. What a weekend it was. Pools pitched. The worst game ever played was played. And other stuff. And other stuff. Talking Baseball, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. Trevor Plouffe and Tie-Dye in the middle. And producer BBD repping the Pirates in the bottom corner of your screen. Brought to you by SeatGeek. As always, if you want to go to a game, concert, anything. Jake and I were just at Game 7 of the Rangers Hockey, and it was awesome. If you want to go see some awesome sports and uh, buy tickets, go to SeatGeek. They got the app. They got the website. They got the hookup. You get $20 off your first purchase with code TALKIN, T-A-L-K-I-N. $20 off your first purchase with promo code TALKIN. Make sure you click the link in the description or download the app. Use code TALKIN, $20 off your first SeatGeek order. They make it super easy to make sure you're getting a great deal. All right. We had some weird stuff happen in baseball this weekend. And we're going to discuss it. And Jake, how are you doing? James, Trevor, BBD, how is everyone doing? Electric week, game seven Sunday. Uh, for those of us that are baseball and hockey fans, sorry to NBA fans, uh, let's go Rangers. Let's go Trev's Calgary Flames. And let's go baseball. Uh, God, our Yankees are so hot in the streets. Um, my goodness. Do they look good? The left coast, BBD's Astros, the Angels. It's uh teams are starting to like we're getting some actual separation. And it's like, okay, the Angels played the A's. Yeah, they should beat them. Like we're seeing teams are fully taking shape. Oh, Joey Gallo, Josh Donaldson. Yankee fans are running hot. Trev, are you on the boat or off the boat? The Yankees will win the 22 World Series. Off the boat on that, I did pick them to win the division, though, which I think I was the only person on this show to pick them to win the division, right? We're not allowed. I would have picked the Yankees on the World Series if I was allowed. Uh, I don't think that's really the truth, but... I wouldn't have picked the White Sox, and I I said that as as I did it, so... Uh, We're not allowed. I didn't... Okay. Uh, My weekend... Yeah. Sex. Started off poorly. Um, you know, my D-backs, we lost our first playoff game. Mm. Just the kids didn't really show up. They ended the game. I challenged them at the end of the game. I really sat these kids down. You know what I told them? I said, your you true character oh. is revealed in moments like these. Anyone could be happy and want to do things when things are going the right way. But you guys are getting your butt kicked. How are you going to respond? And they crushed it. So... Maybe pump-up speeches are my new thing. These kids probably don't know what I'm talking about, and they're probably just thinking about the icy they're going to get after the game, but it's going to make me feel better, and really that's all that that matters. So uh, had a great weekend, lots of ball. Monday episodes are my favorite. My energy is off the fucking charts right now. I love that. James, what about you, man? You guys had a freaking weekend too. Freaking weekend. We did. We're hockey guys now. Uh, No, the, the New York Rangers have been very kind. Whoops. We were tweeting about it. Joe's is getting into hockey, and uh, they said, why don't you come up for a game? So Joe's has been to two hockey games now, both playoff elimination games where the team wins. So pretty pretty insane. But this is a baseball company, and we also watch some baseball. 
and we talk about baseball, and we like baseball. And there was some fun stuff that happened this weekend. Some of it's saved for awards. Mm. So just be patient, chat, and live crew watching. Other stuff we'll get to during the recaps. Mm. As always, you know more about your team than we do. Yes. You watched more of your team than we did. I guarantee it. So we lean on you for help when we misspeak or don't know what we're saying. It's a lot of games. Especially the Monday apps, Trev. Every team plays every day. 15 games. Favorite day. Every favorite Friday, day. Saturday, favorite Sunday. Day. It's nuts. Let's get it. It's nuts. Jake, you have the NL? I'm ready. All oh right. Oh, my gosh. You're leading off? Brought by anyone? Power hitter hitting leadoff? One yeah. nothing. Yeah. Sure. NL, NL is brought to you today by Trade Coffee. Ooh. Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. What I like most about Trade Coffee is they did a little test run with our audience here at Talking Baseball. I said, well, we'll see how it goes. And we said, yeah, sure. Like, we'd like coffee. We like your coffee. We like what you guys are about. And then we did a test run with you guys, Talking Baseball crowd. You guys were into it. You liked it. They were very excited about they the said return. 100% of our... Yeah. Listeners bought it. Some, they Which said near. Not, or no, it was 99%. So if you're one of the 1% that didn't. You blew it. You should well, probably roughly, get no, it. No, but thanks to you guys. Uh, when you uh, you hear a sponsor you're into and, and you can help us out, it helps. They're back. They said you guys crushed it. So they're offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash baseball. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash baseball and let trade find you a coffee you'll love. Drinktrade.com slash baseball for $30 off. They give you a quiz. They find out what you like. They ship it to you. It's fresh. It's good. Trade coffee. And Jake will be bringing us the National League. Jake, let's do it. Mm. Mm. Lazy days in Los Angeles as Trevor's Dodgers hosted the Phillies and Philadelphia gets a big series win. Three games out of four in L.A. Man, you go on a West Coast road trip to see the Dodgers. You're looking to get out of there alive, and they do more of that. They almost took all four, but a little Gavin Lux heroics with the walk-off in the final game. Man, Phillies in that fourth and the third game, they got all eight of their runs off the homer. Jim, your Ranger Suarez shoved. And this, this series had the hitting, man. Harper had eight hits, seven extra base hits. Hoskins with the big series. Mookie Betts, I say poppy. But it wasn't enough. Uh, Dodgers lose three out of four to the Phillies. Can that spark the fight in Phillies to get their season in gear? The St. Louis Cardinals, they hosted the San Francisco Giants in two well-run baseball organizations. We like that. Giants, they ran away with the first game 8-2. But those Cardinals sticks. The Cardinals as a team hit 305 over the series, including the blowout game on Sunday Night Baseball where they put up a 15 spot and who came in to close it out I am no machine I am just Albert Albert Pujols, thick daddy takes the bump for some fun stuff oh yeah that middle game Dakota Hudson drop dick, Cardinals Ooh. win 2 out of 3 against the San Francisco treat Goldschmidt, you could hear about him later hello, Braves do they win a series? 
always feels like no to me. <laughs> the San Diego Padres take two out of three in Atlanta. Shout out to our guy Peter Moylan calls his first baseball game speaking. You should see the slug on that guy. Padres, they take the sandwich games 11-6, 7-3. That final game was in extra innings. Our guy Kim, he had a couple huge hits. Uh, in both, he had the go-ahead RBI single in the final game. He had the go-ahead three-run homer in the first game. How about it, kid? Have a series. Braves took the Midler in a good punch-for-punch punch eighth inning where the Braves scored four right after the Padres scored four. That's good action. Braves win some series, dogs. Marlins hosted the Brewers. Brewers win two out of three. A-T-O, and that's obvious. The first game of this series, Corbin Burns versus Pablo Lopez. Tough day to be a, a hitter, Trev. You wouldn't want to be there. Uh, they each go seven innings. Little throwback baseball in Jace Peterson with the go-ahead RBI walk. We love Leather and Jace. How about it? Brewers, they take the final game after the Marlins won game two, nine to three. Jim of note, Ashby came in four perfect innings to close out the game and get the save. Future of baseball, people. Relievers that pitch for a while. Speaking of, Cubs take two out of three from my snakes. I hate it. D-backs won the first game four to three. Obviously, Zach Davies, you know the formula. Cubs score the go-ahead run in the ninth inning of the second two games. Mark Melanson, he still hates me. He gives up a run. He's recorded five losses in this young season. Don't like that. And Frank the Tank Schwindel, he has the go-ahead RBI in the ninth. Hey, Cubbies win a series. Boring. And Jimmy, the worst game that was ever played. The Cincinnati Reds and the Pittsburgh Pirates. The blow hitter, people are calling it. Uh, I feel bad for my guy, Hunter Green. Maybe we'll talk more about him. He goes 7.1 no hit. The Reds, oh, God. It can't get any worse, can it? We'll find out. They split a four-game set. It continues to get worse. Nothing happens. Nothing matters. The Pirates win a game. They got no hit against what should be one of baseball's prized prospects in Hunter Green. This series stinks. Let's go baseball. That's what happened in Trev's National League. Great job. Great job. Great job by Jake. A little standings update for you, Trev. The Mets remain atop the East, although the Phillies did gain a game by winning three out of four. They are now five and a half back, the Phillies. The Braves remain six and a half back. That stayed the same. Miami, seven. Nationals, 11. All that didn't change. The Central did not change at all. They all won and lost the same amount, I'm guessing, because the Brewers were two and a half up. They're in first place. They remain two and a half up on the Cardinals. The Pirates, six and a half games back. They remain six and a half games back. The Cubs, eight games back. They remain eight games back. The Reds, they lost a game. They were 12 games back. Now they're 13 games back. So sorry, did not all remain the same. The Reds lost ground. In the West, we now have a tie. Standings-wise, really the Dodgers are in first base. But games back, it's the same thing uh, with the Dodgers and the Padres. So the Padres gained. They were game back when we last checked in on Friday. 
Uh, the Giants remain in third place, game and a half back. So super close. We still have everybody in the West, 500 or above. And we still have four out of five teams in the East below 500. So a lot going on. Where do you want to start, Trev? You know, I don't want to call that game the worst game ever played. Well, I mean, we you know, haven't compared it to all the other games, but um, it's definitely in contention. Like, you you would have to say maybe this is the worst game, only one extra base hit, no hits. The I, team that I tend to want to celebrate the lost. pitching performances. Okay. And you know I don't give love to starters all the time, but both guys went out and did their thing. Quintana was if blow you're a for fan, blow with Green. If you're a fan, that's like the worst. If if someone was like a someone from London was, you know, the first game they, they ever went to. So they're like, hey, you got to come to this game, Mark. I know you're from London, but you're going to love baseball, and he's going to be like, that's donk. I don't know, man. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Like you get to see a guy on the mound just blowing cheese like that. And you got the crafty lefty kind of doing his thing on the other side, aesthetically pleasing uniforms. Like you're walk, walk, uh, walk. You're in Pittsburgh. Stories. So it's a beautiful city. Like I, I, I want to give credit to these guys, especially Hunter Green. I, I said that to, for this guy to be successful in the big leagues, he's got to learn to locate his pitches. He can't just be like fastball, some Aussie pitches for strikes and heavily rely on his fastball. He actually threw 60% sliders this game, kind of like changing it up a little bit, uh, making adjustments. When we look back on this game, I think we're going to say this is, you know, one of the starts, one of the first starts where we saw his true dominance in the big leagues. This guy's going to be around for a long time. So that's kind of how I'm trying to see this game. I'm not. The bad part was how they scored the run. I think this cements my position, and Jerry Blevin shares it with me, that combined no-hitters are for the Birds. The Rays did it. Well, they lost. It wasn't a no-hitter. Well, whatever. Not officially. The Eight Hunter, innings. The Hunter, Rays did, yeah. the Hunter Green part of this is cool, Trev. Yes, he's, that is cool. He's 22 years old, and we're, we're sitting here on our high horse like, hey, maybe cut the fastball a little more to get a little more run on it and throw it 99. Let's see what he turns into. Uh, he's got a chance to be very special, and I hope he does, and I hope – he becomes a reason for Reds fans to tune into baseball games. I hope he becomes a reason for me to tune into Reds baseball games. But Trevor Plouffe, I mean, Quintana on the other side, that feels like if you got 31 at-bats against him that you'd hit like 290 with a 405 on base and an 857 OPS. Like, it, it feels like you'd rake that guy. Did I rake him? That's my stat. Yeah, you raked him. All right. <laughs> All right. You were good. You guys call the game whatever you want. Yeah, I'm happy now. Trev was trying to be humble for yeah. a second. Then he was like, wait, wait, are those my stats? <laughs> Two stolen bases versus Quintana. Two whoops. Caught you sleeping. Wow. I don't know, man. Fast, Trev. Fast, Trev. Young Trev. Hey, Lopez, go get the out at home right there. Don't go try to turn double play. Slow chopper, go get the out at home. Thank you. Let's not talk about this series. Sorry. Okay. Hunter Green did throw more sliders than fastballs. It's fun. Of yep. note. So where do you want to I go next that. then? I mean, Phillies, Phillies Dodgers. Yeah, we'll go to the top of the chart. I mean, uh, the Dodgers, who, you know, they've been the la creme de la creme while not fully clicking. Phillies, I mean, they come a pitch or two away from locking up a four-game sweep in L.A. that I think would have us going full Philly fanatic, and I'd say, well, is there something with the Dodgers? L.A.'s got to get out of Pennsylvania, man. Well, it was in L.A. 
Well, playing Pennsylvania teams. Playing Pennsylvania teams. They got a terrible record against Pennsylvania teams. Um, Phillies, game one, Hudson Wild pitch with the bases loaded. That doesn't feel great uh, to take the lead. Uh, Castellanos, a big hit. Justin Turner uh, continues to start going after his horrible first month of the season. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the Phillies, is it? are they becoming a play down to their competition, play up to their competition? Uh, are we going to look back at that it took them a month to start clicking and this is the type of, you know, a West Coast trip. Again, you're normally hoping to survive and they thrive. So, uh, happy for the Phillies. Hopefully... The AL, the NL East looks just so ugly again. It looks like a flashback to last year that we're just going to be waiting for the Phillies or the Braves or someone to join the Mets at the party this year because right now it's just a mess. I'm working through a little technical difficulties right now over here, guys. If you're looking at me right now, I can't tell. Oh, okay. All right. Do I sound you. and look okay to everybody? Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, what the heck you. is going on with Zoom? Uh, tough series for the Phillies, even though they win all these games. I said this today on baseball today. You win three out of four. Yeah, you should be super stoked. But the way they had to do it is exhausting. Um, you know, I played on teams where the offense has to answer the bell and continue to answer the bell early and late. And it just they got to figure some stuff out. We can't have like a repeat of what they did uh, last year with their bullpen. Um, I know five of sevens really got on the West Coast trip, but they can't continue to play ball like that if they want to be, um, you know, in this race whatsoever. Victories, great. But some of these victories are going to take a lot out of your ball club. I really feel like this series took a lot out of that ball club. Good for them for getting the wins. But, but dang, man, to do it like that is, is like I said, it's pretty exhausting. What's the timeline on uh, Heaney or Kershaw? Because, I mean, the Dodgers rotation right now is just not who who you know as the Dodgers rotation. You know, they got... Kershaw, they're hoping it's only a few weeks. But, yeah, you know, I, we talked about this earlier today, too. It's like the Dodgers, yeah, like it's not the, the same guys and they've had to bring up some, um, some dudes from the minor leagues, but that's what they do best. You know, they fill their holes with above average players. We have Bobby Miller still down there. He's kind of hasn't done great uh you know in the minor leagues but we watched him against the angels throwing 100 like looking like he wants to kill dudes on the mound i really like him i think the guy's name was grove that came up yeah uh, three and two thirds you get four unearned runs but but only but none of them were earned so i mean like they they bring guys up to fill those spots you know you want to see their the names in the rotation sure but when you're an organization like the dodgers they just have guys that just keep coming up man Looks like Kershaw and Heen Dog, they're they're pretty optimistic on coming back soon. Okay. So And Catterday, just whatever, man. Just mm. give that guy the ball every day. I mean, good good job by the Phillies. Also, just some rough starts from the Dodgers. I'm not used to looking at all these lines. They're I mean, Anderson, whatever. Uh, Bueller, five earned. Urias, five earned. Phillies can hit. Phillies can mash, and yeah, Treva, it's interesting, and maybe it's something we can track going along, and it's a little bit of Jimmy Lytics, but, uh, you know, uh, blowout wins and not always just being in pure survival mode. Again, it's one of those weird things that we can't really measure uh, player by player, yet there are ways to, to measure blowout wins, and, you know, pit, we, we talk about it with pitchers, right? When a, 
a pitcher could be on their 80th pitch and they could be feeling great because they've been up 6-1 the whole time and they're just dealing. Or if there's runners on second and third and every pitch is high leverage, that matters. And, you know, we talk about it, whether it's grooming young guys. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, that wears on players and teams. And, I, and you know, not to reference, over-reference it, but uh, a couple of the recent Yankee teams in past years, they couldn't blow out teams, and your bullpen starts to feel that, and your lineup starts to feel it too. It's, it's stress. A lot of stress. A lot of stress. Well, speaking of blowout wins, mm. Cardinals mm. – Lose game one to the Giants. They win game two for nothing, but then they blow them out game three, and you get pool holes on the bump, mm. and you get silly baseball to end it. Molina reading the plays and throwing out Jack. Boing. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Webb had a really good start for the Giants. I like seeing that. Hicks still doing the thing as a starter. Five innings pitch, three on runs. Good enough for, for uh, a win. How is that possible? When I was in, yeah, 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 yeah. Dakota Hudson with a good start, and man, you want to talk about a sneaky baseball reference? Um, Two hundred eighty-five innings, forty-eight career starts, a three-one-three ERA on uh, seven starts this year. He's at three oh six. Um, not the biggest strikeout guy, but man, guy getting getting results casually, and not a name you normally think about with St. Louis. Uh, Trev, did you hit up Longoria yet? I talked to him. Uh, he's back. Uh, he got the uh, pinch hit double in the first game for his first hit. And then I, what I texted him about was like, how did it feel to face Pujols? And he just was happy. He said, it's so cool. He asked for the ball, got it. Oh, that's um, cool. I think uh, that game, we're going to talk a little bit about the the Wayno Molina thing a little bit later. But what the Cardinals bats did to Rodon, that was just – and I think I, I'm going to talk about that later too. Mm. I guess all my stuff later is about the Cardinals. Whoa. Goldschmidt doing what he did, they made Rodon look pretty bad. They smacked the ball off him. There wasn't any cheapies there, man. So uh, I think that's a big boost for a Cardinals offense. You know, when you can go get a guy like that, a guy that's been dominating, and go put up uh, an offensive day like they had, confidence booster. Ended up being a silly game, but, like, pretty cool. Is that Jacob Junis? It is. Yeah. Of the Royals, I think the Rangers also. When did he with sign with teams. them? I'm looking at it now. March 14th. So was, all right. Cool. I didn't know he was over there. Two two five inning relief appearances and then and then two five inning starts for Jacob Junis. Good for He's him. He's kind of got an interesting arm. I, I I faced him before. It's live. I feel like the Giants, you know, they're a team that can mess with it, toy around with them and, and find some find some uh ways to make him successful. Like he kind of like fits the bill for Giants pitchers when I think about what the Giants are looking for. Good job by the Cardinals. Padres, two out of three from the Braves. San Diego, I, you know, we we have a weird love-hate relationship with uh, some comments sometimes, but I saw there's a few Padre fans that were like, their their season hasn't felt like clean, like it – it hasn't felt like they're on kind of the incredible start that they are on. I mean, they're 22-13, and 13, uh, more or less tied with the Dodgers. Dodgers have the winning percentage leg up on them. But, you know, they, they essentially are right around the best record in the National League, 
a team that had some question marks heading into the season with a lot of talent around it and Tatis goes down. But, you know, they win another another series. Uh, actually, I mean, they were coming off a loss series to the Cubs, but they beat the, I was going to say the big bad Braves, but they really aren't. Uh, so I don't know. I guess Padres fans, my question goes out to you. Sound off in the comments, my friend wow. says. Wow. Um, like, do we think that the other shoe is going to drop and these Padres are going to feel the same way, but more losses are going to come in? Or, or, or do, do we they, feel yeah. like that they haven't even been playing their best brand of baseball and things are about to really take off? I, I like I that guess spin. That's, that's what I'd love to know from Padres fans. Because the, the, the conversation or comments I saw seemed like they unfortunately thought it things could go south, but I don't know if that was just someone who was scared or what was going on, but Padres are racking up wins. Manai gives him seven innings pitched. Musgroves gives him six with two earned runs. Darvish almost goes in the sixth inning, even though he got five earned runs. So they're getting they're getting starts. We knew they would get starts. I want to watch more Manny Machado at bats. I think I'm putting that on my radar. Okay. When I have the NL, I, next episode I have the NL. Okay. So can you guys text me when Manny's up? Not you guys. Ah. Oh. Not you guys. Who's gonna Who's gonna text you? I meant tweet at me. Oh, tweet, tweet. Okay. So Manny's up. Manny's up. And I want to tune in. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but Cano's debut, not so hot. Um, I, I watched that air that he had. I throw the ball into second base. He's kind of not paying attention. Then he kind of tries to, like, Damn, pick it, but not Manny really pick it. it. It just wasn't very good. 0 for 5, too. They got the victory in his debut, but I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't see that being that great of a fit. Even though I think maybe the, a couple of days ago I said that's one fit that could make sense to me, I don't know if he's ready to play right now. Not a lot of risk. You just ditch him and then you trade for Cruz. Yeah. Why not? You know? Well, they know how fragile a season can be. You know, we saw them collapse at the end of last year. I'm not saying one guy is going to come in and just like do that to them. And, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, it works. I saw Kim. Big series and his, uh, his numbers on the season are solid, which. That'd be good. He's a hot boy, versatile, filling in for Nando a little bit. Go Padres. Braves fans hate the Braves right now, and that's yeah. exactly where they need to be. I feel like they were there last year, um, really mad at the team, and then you just kind of stick with them. Stick with them, Braves fans. Be mad now, be happy later. That's what I think. Heavy. Yeah. A little life. Advice. Hey, I know this isn't – is Soroka ever going to pitch again? It's an interesting question, right? It's been a long time. It's now. been a while. It's been a while. It's going to be cool when he does. But yeah, it's been a while. That's a bummer. Six days ago, Mike Soroka excited to start his own spring training. So, okay. Well, targeting midsummer for a return. Hell yeah. I like that. Two torn Achilles. Man. Owie. Trev's Brewers beat the Marlins. They win the first game, they win the second, the third game. Burns, seven innings pitch, one earned run. How about that? Zero walks. Yeah, for anyone, said. Ha- happy for anyone that got to see that first game. Burns versus Lopez. That's, uh, again, tough night to bring your lumber to the plate. Those are and pr- probably not two names that jump off a lot of baseball fans' tongues when you start talking about sexy pitching, but they should. Um, my God, Corbin Burns, that hair. 
He was nice to us. Remember that? He likes us. I also am happy that Ashby got back out there with four perfect uh, innings, eight Ks. He got the save. Yeah. Afterward, so four innings save. Yep. Future baseball. I talked to, uh, hung out with Braun this weekend. Uh, we were talking Brewers baseball. And, um, you know, he's like, yeah, really good team, obviously. And the one, the only one player he mentioned, just one guy, actually, he, he mentioned Ashby. Um, we talked about him a little bit, but he says, Adamus is the guy. Adamus is the difference maker. I said, bro, I totally agree. And then here we are. He has to exit game through the ankle sprain. The x-rays come back negative, but he really is kind of like become that like heart and soul of the team. Like the energy is very infectious. Uh, so they, they need him desperately. I know the like the batting average isn't popping off the chart right now for him, uh, but what he brings day in and day out is so special to that team. So hoping, hoping this is just kind of a day-to-day type thing. Can't, can't have him out for an extended period of time if you're the Brewers. We saw it in person. He was like the only one talking and chatting and not the only one, but he was the loudest. It's the pulse. Yeah. I mean, he's just got that energy, man. Like that leader, the leadership quality, you know, Yelich is more like quiet, like lead through example, like kind of guy. And then Adonis is, you know, he's a shortstop taking, you know, charge of the infield and just kind of, you know, he's one of those guys, man. Like he's a presence. And, and, and when you're around him, you feel it. The other guy in the Brewers that, that was, you know, had fun vibes around him that when he came back, you had uh, pointed out to us, I think, Trev, was Urias. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing some good things at the plate. He got 388 on base in his 11 games. Bicho. Brewers did it. I mean, they're a good team. I think they're, they're going to make massive moves. Ooh. I mean, I hope they do. They always say that. I'm going to put a, like a minute on the clock for Jake here to talk about what happened to his D-backs against the Cubbies. When you do that, oh. James, or Jake, before you start, I'm going to click on, click off, or okay. click off, click on. You guys want to hear your minute on the D-backs yeah. Cub series. Fuck, man. He's about to give Moustako some love, too. He had two homers in one of those Reds-Pirates game. Where's he going to be playing in August? Uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. Our snakes are continuing to play winning baseball, except uh, in the ninth inning. They got clipped twice, so I don't know. Happy for Cubs fans. Melanson, what's up, dude? Um, feels Again, it just feels personal. Five losses uh, this season, including three in his last five. So we might need to get Mark some work outside of the ninth inning. Okay. That would be my recommendation. What if it's the ninth inning, but it's like 10 nothing. Um, that'd be okay. okay. That'd be okay. Maybe outside of a safe situation. Uh, yeah, not a lot of offense from the Cubbies. Varsho continues to go. I, I guess that's uh, no Dalton Varsho as more than just our short king that he's, uh, he's putting together a really good ball season. Okay. The Reds and Pirates split a four-game set. We did it. We're good. We talked about that a lot at the start. So we're going to move on to the AL. Trevor, are you back? Are you ready? Me and Patty Schwindel, we're back, baby. Back in the show. Back in the show. Here we go, the AL, Trev. James, you are going to really like this because in the AL, the theme is what was supposed to happen pretty much happened. We'll start in Tampa Bay. The Blue Jays 
came into this losing three series in a row. They came out of it losing four series in a row. The Rays take this one two out of three. Five, two Rays, five, one Blue Jays, three, nothing Rays in the rubber match. Uh, Not a lot of offense, obviously, uh, in this series, which means the pitching was really good. Margot had the go-ahead RBI single in the eighth. Unfortunately for him, he was placed on the DL with a strained hammy. Um, Game two saw Hernandez had to go ahead homer in the eighth for the Blue Jays. And then game three, my guy, Matty Chapman, kind of an awkward play there. Cuts the shortstop off, tosses the ball to second base. Espinal tries to grab it barehanded. Go ahead run. Uh, comes in to score on that play. Rays take care of business. They pitch. They find weird ways to win, baby. Blue Jays. You got raised. Moving on, your Yankees went into Chicago and they took three of four. And this one had some big numbers 15 to seven Yanks, 10 4 Yanks, and then it quieted down a little bit. Three, two Sox, five, one Yanks. I think I should just say Nestor Cortez. That's all I got to say about this series. My goodness, what he's done is awesome. Game one. Yankees take the lead with seven in the eighth, including Judges go-ahead two-run infield single. And then Donaldson went ya-ya, three-run homer. Was this the game where he pushed Tim Anderson off the base and they both got mad at each other? I think it was. Just talking. They were just talking. Oh, no, that's the second game. Benches and bullpens clear after Donaldson and Anderson exchanged words following hard tag push-off. That's what our notes say. I don't know if it was that hard. Not that big of a deal. Uh, Garrett Cole goes six and a third, three earned runs. King Mikey, two and two-thirds with one earned run after him. Uh, Stanton, Judge, Donaldson, all homer for the second day in a row. That's pretty cool for you guys. Way to go. Stanton, not good for the Yankees, according to Brian Kenny. Uh, we'll talk more about that series. Cortez and Kopech, probably my favorite matchup of all time. Uh, Yankees take three or four from the White Sox. Moving on, the Guardians go into Minnesota. They lose the series two to three, or two out of three. The Twins take from them 12-8 Twins in game one, 3-2 Guardians in 10 in game two, 3-1 Twins uh, in the rubber match there. Uh, the Twins took the lead in the ninth, or with nine in the fifth, excuse me, including Royce Lewis's grand slam, his first career homer, first twin to do that since my guy Danny Valencia. Gary Sanchez also had the three-run homer there. Bieber was dominant in game two, six innings pitch, one earned run, and Jimenez had the go-ahead RBI double uh, for the Indians there. Uh, Urshela with the go-ahead homer in the fourth of the game three. Twins take two of three from the Guardians. Moving on, the Angels went up into Oakland and took care of freaking business. They went three out of four. 2-0 Angels, 4-3 A's, 9-1 Angels, 4-1 Angels. So Oakland, the offense, not there at all. Marsh had the go-ahead RBI in the fourth, and Velasquez had his first homer in the season in the fifth for the Angels in game one. Uh, one minute left. I know, I'm going real slow right now. Lots of stuff happened here. Taylor Ward had to go ahead grand slam in the second of game three. Walk-off homer for the A's in game two. Lots of stuff happened. Angels took care of business. Won three out of four. Moving on, Red Sox at Rangers. Red Sox took two out of three because I think they're the better team. Pavetta does his damn thing. Seven innings pitch, one earned run for the Sox in game one. Uh, Game two, Red Sox scored four in the second, including Devers' two-run home run. The Rangers win the last game 7-1 to to stave off the sweep. 
And then in the last series, Orioles at Tigers. Tigers, are you getting good or did you just play the Orioles? I'm not really sure. They get the sweep 4-2 Tigers, 3-0 Tigers, 5-1 Tigers. And that, my friends, we'll get into a little bit. Cabrera had a big freaking series for them. He's hitting the ball. The pitcher showed up for the Tigers in this series. They get the sweep. 4-2-3-0-5-1. And that, my friends, is what happened in the American League. There you go. All right. Some standings in the American League. The Yankees are in first place in the East. They have a four and a half game lead. They had a four and a half game lead on Friday against the Rays. And it stays exactly at four and a half. Though the Blue Jays do lose a game in the standings. They're now seven and a half back in the Central. The Twins have won their 20th game. They are 20 and 15. They are in first place in the Central. They had a two-game lead. They now have a three-game lead as the White Sox and Guardians are tied for second place. Both a game under 500 and three games back in the West. Astros and Angels technically tied. Uh, Angels have more wins. Astros have less losses. The loss column is usually the way you do it. The Astros are ahead in the loss column. And let's see, who did anyone gain ground? The Mariners are seven back. The Rangers were seven. Now they're eight. On the downside of things, the Red Sox are now 12 games back after 34 games, that's a impressive. It's a big number. I mean, I think they have the biggest. The Reds are 13 games back. That's the biggest. And then the Red Sox at 12. So don't be red. Don't be red. Wow. How about that? Interesting. Yeah. That's tough. Trev, where do you want to bring us, Big Daddy? I'll just let's go cron pod here. We'll talk Rays and Blue Jays. Like I mentioned, the Blue Jays now have lost four series in a row. They're four and nine in May. Mm. Uh, so you're talking about a little skid here. Uh, I don't think this is indicative of the team they are, but this is baseball people. Um, there are some interesting plays there. I mentioned the Matt Chapman play. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did not. Uh, force out to second base. He kind of cuts the shortstop off and then kind of quickly tries to get the ball over to second and Espinol's like what's going on here tries to catch it barehanded and like whiffs it almost run comes around to score weird defense um from some of the games that I watched I don't know man uh, but the Rays like I said they just they raised them bro like winning games like that being able to do what they can do I did have a note I put this note in uh Springs I think I want to say it was his debut or one of his first uh times pitching in the big leagues Nasty changeups. Why are we seeing all these guys with nasty changeups all of a sudden? Like, what are we doing here? Is that is that the new thing? Well, f- f- the four seems out unless you're fucking Taylor Hearn or Hunter Green. And Manoa pitched good. You know, he had the the air behind him, uh, but he's still a stud. So if you're you know a Jays fan, I wouldn't be too worried about this series. I mean, what do you expect when you go play at the in Tropicana, dude? It's going to be a weird series. Uh, I'm a. Uh... They've got. They've had a pretty tough schedule. Uh, it remains tough. So they just. They really have. <laughs> it's a t- uh, statistically, it's the toughest in, out of the thirty teams, um, and they're going through it right now. I mean, they they had Cleveland, and then they they lost to Cleveland. So that's not. Um. That doesn't land here. They lost three out of four to Cleveland. Like that was a lighter barometer schedule, but 
you know, their last games, uh, Houston, New York, Cleveland, New York, Tampa. Now they host Seattle and the Reds. So if you're the Blue Jays, it gets tough again after that. You go on the road to St. Louis, L.A., you face the White Sox, Minnesota. So, I mean, if you're the Blue Jays, you host three against Seattle, three against the Reds, win four games out of those six. I don't care how it gets done. You can lose the series to Seattle, but then you got to sweep the Reds or you just take two out of three to both. But if you don't, then I don't think we can really do the strength of, strength of schedule argument anymore because you've fucked it up with Cleveland. So don't fuck it up with Seattle and the Reds. That would be what I would say to Blue Jays and Blue Jays fans. I'm giving you the argument right now. You have had a hell of a stretch. Rays are raising. Um, you know, hey, couple couple wins against a team with a winning record. We talked about that a little bit. Although, those Jays are one game above 500. This is a team that got off to a 15-8 and eight start. They were playing the Yankees in a battle of like, okay, the Yanks look good, the Jays look good, like, let's go. And now, uh, the Jays have sputtered hard, so yeah, it's, it's kind of go time. A feisty Seattle team is coming in. Oh my God, all that chaos at... At City Field this weekend, um, that's it. That series is going to be electric. Both those teams coming in hot. Uh, but yeah, you, I, I would. You got to blitz this Seattle series. Take care of the Reds because Jimmy just hit it. I mean, the schedule after that is tough. That I don't know. You, are, are we going to be here on June first saying that the Blue Jays are like a five hundred ball club? Because that's, you know, that's a yellow light. Like this team is supposed to be. They were talking the talk. They've got a ton of talent. I don't know. I don't know, Blue Jays. Do you want to hear? I, I just I had to go watch it again because I wasn't sure about this because it just sounds so crazy. So after the Chapman air, um, they gave the air to Chapman. They shift over on Choi. So shortstop is kind of open. 3-0 pitch. You know, you think, oh, 3-0, get big. Just hits like a nice little line drive right to the shortstop. Score a run. It's just so crazy, bro. Like 3-0 swinging. Shift beater, put you up three nothing. I don't know, man. Anytime you go out and play the Rays, just like if you get one victory, I think you kind of are happy when you go to the trough, right? They just find ways to demoralize you. Like I'm sure Blue Jays fans, you know, they split the first two games, and you're like, all right, we got Manoa going Sunday. Let's let's steal this series. Hey, Manoa looks good. Six innings, only one earned. (laughs) Blue Jays got shut down. Put up a zero spot on the scoreboard, and that's where the Jays, like, they just they just f- constantly find a way to slash your tires. <laughs> that's what they do. The Rays? Yeah. That's Rays baseball. Slashing tires. All right. Not me. Dumb. Is there a – we talked to Cash uh, when C. Rose and I went down there when they were playing the Angels. He's talking about Bruhan. He's like, this is another guy. Talking about Taylor Walls and Bruhan. Like, he's like, these guys are incredible. So, yeah, for you guys, I guess, good luck. Look out for those. Two. I'm, I'm interested to see Taylor Walls. I, I think Bruhan is the bigger prospect, but Walls has, has like racked up war this year, but his offense has been terrible. So, I, I always love to see like, okay, does that mean I'm going to see Taylor Walls and he's a defensive whiz, or is it one of those weird war things? But yeah, Rays, <laughs> Rays, fine guys. Who's the next Joey Wendell? Because we need one, Jim. You know, I, I asked him, I said, you guys do anything different? He kind of looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, why would we do anything different? <laughs> I miss Joey Wendell. <laughs> miss Joey You Wendell. do miss Joey Wendell. Hot. I like watching him play 18 times a year. 
That was just one series, by the way, guys. So yeah. uh, Yankees, White Sox, Yankees take three out of four. They take care of business. Uh, I, I mentioned the Copet uh, Cortez thing. It's just incredible. Like one guy's a physical specimen, beautiful, long hair. The other guy's Michael Kopech. Yeah. Is, is why baseball is a beautiful sport. Uh, after three innings, Nestor had spent 14 minutes total on the mound, and Kopech <laughs> had spent 38, something like that. Uh, it's just – it's Nestor Cortez, I mean, he's on his way to the All-Star game right now. He's unbelievable. Uh, I kind of want to do a video on, like, what he's doing because it's cool. The Yankees started a rookie in game one, and we're going to let him go till whenever. Uh, they were tied 7-7 in the seventh, and the final score is 15-7. Uh, on the White Sox side of thing, I, I say this. Um, I said it in a post-game recap, and I say it. What's going on? Like, what's – they look unmotivated and just sloppy, and their bullpen isn't great right now. Um, Hendricks came in and, and he got got Joe Kelly. I know he's only made three appearances so far, but he made two in this series. And I think they clipped him for runs in both, both of them. Graveman looked good. Uh, C struck out 11, but any ball that did get hit was like a Homer. So it was just a, a weird, a weird White Sox defense was bad. They're saying that the infield is soft and there's soft spots in the infield. And that's why it's bad. White Sox infield is the most unique playing surface. And I, I don't mean that in a nice way. I hated playing defense um, okay. in Chicago. What they do, and I'm not sure they still do this. I think they do. You go out there pregame, and do you guys know what um, – God, I forget the name of it now. It's the stuff they put on top of the dirt. Yeah, well, I've seen What's them it sprinkle in and rake it. I don't know what it's Quick dry or oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's called quick dry, I think. Is it called quick dry? Like You'll go out there and they'll have mounds of it in the back of the infield and they spread so much of it throughout the infield. You're not playing on like the dirt that you're used to. You're playing on top of this, whatever it's called. It's weird. I never it? liked it. It gets choppy. Your foot goes in. You can move a lot of it. So I'm, I'm assuming that's what they're saying is soft. I don't know if the grass is playing weird too. I never Okay. Ever liked playing defense in Chicago because of that reason. Why do they? Ch- why don't they change it then? I mean, Tim Anderson's got ten errors, and they're saying it's because there's soft spots. This is allegedly, allegedly. This is the rumor going on. When we were playing was that like the grounds crew, the head grounds crew guy, like has some sort of like, like they just use more than anybody else because he has some sort of partnership with them. I don't know. <laughs> I swear, I swear that's, that's the, the rumor. rumor. That's I'm the not rumor. saying it's, it's true. I'm not could saying that's true. Could have started as a joke, and then it just becomes yeah. kind of like a meme. Like, oh, he's, he's getting paid to use it a lot. But it's you're saying that. But I don't think it was, is, when I was there, it wasn't like a joke. It was it like was scuttlebutt. Dude. What? That was the scuttlebutt hey. in the dugout. Okay. I'm just trying to, it's not. Just need a little context with it, that's all. It's What's alleged. the language of origin? Pirate? White Sox what? need a locker room fight. Um, they're, they're kind of playing a unpassionate brand of baseball. The other thing is, I mean, Hey, Giolito comes back from injury. Now he's on the COVID aisle. Lance Lynn's been gone. Uh, my guy, Eloy Jimenez is supposed to come back at some point. So they are still missing a lot of talented players, but the product was tough to watch. Um, you know, the Yankees could have easily taken all four of these games. They have a nice little five-gamer with the Royals coming up. 
So, hey, you snag four out of five there, and you're right back on track. But, yeah, it was weird vibes from the White Sox. Um, You know, a a team that's, we talk about their talent, potentially the most talented team coming into uh, the 22 season in the American League, and and they did not pass the vibe check, um, at least this weekend. So, um, I mean, they've had the injury bug pretty serious this year, so I'm going to believe some of that. But, yeah, man, they kind of got to get it going. Um, cause it was, it was blah. The whole thing was blah. Well, they got that fiery young manager in there. What's yeah. he doing with that squad, bro? He's really got him going, huh? Are you kidding me? White Sox. That's freaking a... managerial hire. I picked you to go to the world series this year. Look, Jose, Ab- Jose Abreu needs to like pick someone up by their feet and shake them. Well, he was over 20 and now he's not. So maybe he can do yeah. that. Maybe he can do that. All right, uh, Yankees look good. Guardians lose to the Twins. They are the barometer. But it was nice to see Bieber have a good start. Uh, Six innings pitch, one and run on the Guardian side of things. He had a really bad one against the Blue Jays earlier. And uh, I would like him to be an ace. He's kind of been quiet this season. So he that- is fun to watch pitch. Go, uh, go Twins, go. Shout out my guy. My go- my go- my go- that's guy and boy mixed together, if you didn't know that. Goy, yeah. Goy. My Goy. <laughs> he is a kind of a guy boy. It's perfect. I, I, I meant me? to do that. Shout out. Grand slam for the first career homer. Like I mentioned, my other friend, Danny Valencia, the last guy to do that for the Twins. You know who it was against? It was in Kansas City. Zach Grinky. Oh, I was going to guess that. He Let's posted see. a highlight on his IG because he wanted people to tell him. You're really good, Danny Valencia. Uh, twins take care of business. Gio Urshela makes some nice plays over that third base. I mean, oh, Aaron Buxton, 11 homers. Oh, man, shit at third? Dude, real nice plays. Are Twins uh, fans down? Getting, like, Twins fans, can we hug? Like, are you enjoying watching Gio play third? I, Jen, I Donaldson made some really nice plays for the Yankees at third, but the way Gio moved around there was special and fun and cute and, like, awesome, so I do miss that. I hope he's, I hope he's doing the same for you guys. Uh, he is. He made some plays down the line, like choppers down the line. You know, he gets the ball. Backhand has to make a really strong throw. Like you know, interesting arm angles. He's he's shown there. He's shown it off. He uh, he hits a big home run uh, in this series. And uh, Trev, as an homage to you, which I love seeing the Twins family do this. He is leading the AL and ground into double plays. So that's uh, yeah. that's love. That's family. Well, he's got a constant limp. That's Twins baseball. It's Twins baseball. First place, AL Central. Is it going to be Twins, Yankees? You know the history there. Twins have dominated that in the playoffs as of late. So I hope for shouldn't our be a problem. Not. Luckily, the Twins do well against Houston, too. No one likes us when, when the Yankees are playing the Twins. Nobody likes you guys because you're mean. Because it's just, it's like, don't <laughs> mean, like, but you, true. Know, you know. Shout out, Smelter. Uh, season debut, five innings pitch, one earned run. Gotta love my guy, Dev. Love Sneaky your guy, little Dev. Lefty. We all love Devin Smeltzer. I also love Joey Ryan uh, coming back <laughs> and having a nice start. He was another ah. guy that had a, a rough outing, and I want him because he's hot. And, like, the turtleneck look in summer, like, I hope he does that all yeah. year. The standard sleeveless turtleneck is unbelievable. Yeah. I know you pointed that out first, Trev, but just. Yeah. It's called a dicky. It's well, nuts and stupid. Never heard that. A lot of people show. are on the dicky train, but I believe they Googled it. No one's ever, whatever. It looks great on him. He pulls it off. I'd be so uncomfortable. 
Our boy Richie Palacios, who came over to our house in spring training, almost robbed a few homers. He was going up trying to get him. He didn't get him, but good effort. Just want to shout him out. All right. Huge effort. Not a great ping pong player either, but or Ooh. was he good? I don't remember. Did I play him? That hasn't come out yet. He was okay. Dylan Cousins was nice playing ping pong without a handle on his ping pong paddle. Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah, I do. He also tried to beat Jake up with blitz balls. He could beat Jake up, I think. Uh, low man wins. We need, like, not for this show, but, yeah. like, we need to talk to this guy. He's attempting to be in the NFL, and he's, like, working out with all these NFL players, besting all of their numbers in the gym and, like, all these drills. I don't know. We'll talk. Put him in a hot tub with my brother. Yeah. See if he can <laughs> wrestle him. Yeah. Jimmy's brother is slippery. Slippery, yeah. I tried to keep him underwater, and I could not. Yeah, Jake and I both tried to drown him, and we couldn't. He's a slippery dude. Jake was impressed. Angels take three yes. of four from the A's, yes. which is obvious. Good job, Angels. You need to do it. And by the way, it was really close to being four of four, but uh, yes. shout out to our guy, Luis Barrera. Barrera. Hits his first major league home run. You might as well. Uh, make it a three-run walk-off. Good for you, kid. But, yeah, the Halos go to work. Their pitching goes to work, Jim. I know you like that. Me and Joe's were just talking. Uh, looks like they're going to, like, I don't know. I'd like. Otani's starting to get hot. The Angels are looking good. Boing. We, th- we keep, at least in my mind, I'm like, are they going to turn into a pumpkin? No. That's a reference to the classic Disney movie Cinderella. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they're just not, bro. Midnight's come and gone, players. They're still partying up at the ball. Glass slippers are not. They took them off. Fuck slippers. It's time to party, right? Fuck slippers. Lorenzen. Let's party. Fuck slippers. That's what they say. Lorenzen, we saw. See, Rose and I sat down and chatted with the guy first. Number one, the hair works for him. He's got a little longer hair. Hot boy. Hotter than I give him credit for being. I know he's big and strong, and some people might like that, but the face was okay. We talked to him about pitching. He's very excited about what they have in there. And and I don't know if they're proving people wrong. Are they proving people wrong? Or, like, I guess they are, I, right? I think Lorenzen, Lorenzen in, including is. me, I mean, he the Reds wouldn't let him start. I kind of was like, really? I don't know. Um, and he's seven innings pitch, one earned run right here. So, yeah, I think Lorenzen's proving people wrong. I think Taylor Ward is proving his manager wrong. Another go-ahead grand slam. I mean, he's nuts. And he you- said, nobody in the big leagues can get me out right now. And I, and it's going to sound funny. I know what that feeling feels like, man. So it's amazing. I didn't have it for very long, but every hitter in the big leagues, if you go through a hot stretch, there's a time where you're like, fuck, man, nobody can get me out. It's a fleeting feeling, Taylor. So try to bottle that up as much as possible, unless you're Mike Trout, you know, or one of these big-time mashers. It's a fleeting feeling. So bottle that up, but he's – He's been incredible. Then Sandoval goes six and a third, one and run. And this guy, Herget, hey. you, got, you guys pitching ninjas all over this guy. You've seen him kind of throw. Dude, Herget, do you know this? Yeah, Herget just reached out. He wants to, like, come in the warehouse, I think. Spoilers. No, not allowed. He's filthy. Like, no. Well, I'm just. He can play you guys. I think he. They. I think they're trying to, like, do whatever. Yeah, he's interested. And so Jay, I think Jake's it was never gotten out. Save, right? Basically, Herget versus Taylor Ward all over again. Uh, did you hear what uh, Otani calls Tyler Wade? Mm. Yes, I did. Anyone I don't know that? the term. What is it? Ekman. Ekman. Yeah, I don't know it's, how it's, it's pronounced. It's a soft eye. It's Ekman. 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 Which means hot, hot boy, hot guy. Well, hot he's guy. seen mine and mansplain baseball sports list before. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is coming out soon. Our 2022 version. The Red Sox won a series. That's hey. good for them. Pavetta with uh, his first win of the season. Seven innings pitch, one earned run for them. Red Sox scored four in an inning, so the offense came alive for at least a little bit. Rich Hill, first start since having COVID. He had a nice outing. Um, they had another four-run uh, inning, the Red Sox, in game two. And then uh, and then they and then they lost in game three, I think. The Martin Perez redemption game that everyone was talking about. Yeah, they used the Red Sox used an opener in game. Yeah. So and then Hulk pitched three in it. Why? They're just trying to save like baby Hulk a little? Baby Hulk. What? Two why? really uh, I'm genuinely curious. Why would you not just have Hulk open that game? Are they they're trying to save him from the top of the order? Ask your Red Sox fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking Red Sox fans. Can you let me know why would you do Davis as an opener to Hauk and not just start Hauk? Seems like Red Sox fans. What do you say? Sound, Sound off, off in the in chat. The How about Pavetta? Yeah. Two really, really good starts. Full pension Piv went uh, six innings, no earned run against the White Sox in his last time out. This time, seven innings with only one earned run. So he's finding it. I said he was the key to success. For Boston, I've been wrong about that. Uh, their starters had been good, and he had been bad, but they've been losing because their offense has been poor. I think we're all wrong about the Red Sox in some way. Boston, a awful start to the season. No real other ways to chop it up. They've got Houston and Seattle at home, and then they play three versus the White Sox. So these are three teams that had playoff aspirations coming into the season. Um, man, if they can start getting the ship on the right track and win a couple series, like win two out of three series, they have Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Oakland, which then, if you can right the ship, that's when you can hit it and try to reel off six games and try to salvage this season. Otherwise, I mean, we're talking trade parts for Bogats. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirates, good or bad offense? I mean, bad. Better OPS plus than the Boston Red Sox right now. That is jarring. Yeah, they've been brutal. Go check out Vogelback's Instagram, though. Good follow. Really? Yeah. Good follow. Do I not follow him? Yeah. Can I make the, Can I make the same joke I made, or is it not allowed? Uh, I forget exactly what you made, and a little nervous. It's thick. I said it looked like Gavin Lux was inside him trying to escape. Yeah. <laughs> in that one picture. In that one picture. Yeah. Well, if you just end that sentence, Gavin Lux was inside him. That's a different, whole different thing right there. Ooh, can I tell you, there yeah. was one series that made me a little sad. My Orioles that have been putting up a lot of fights so far this season, and now our Yankees play them. I'm interested to see if they bounce back. But they were missing. Mountcastle went on the aisle and Hayes didn't play. Two tough righty bats for them. And then I also got a little optimistic. Tigers, uh, almost a similar boat to the Red Sox. Like, are you guys going to salvage your season at all? It's kind of go time. Their starting pitchers drop dick. Um, if And, hey, they got off to a terrible start last year. Maybe that's just the Tigers' things. Terrible Pine- Pineda starts. hurt. That's a bummer. Uh Big dude. Mm. Yeah. Orioles. Thick. Mount Castle may uh Hayes are pesky, but really it's it's Mount Castle, uh Mullins, 
Mancini and Santander when they played the Yankees. Those were like those Santander. Those Santander. Those are pests. Are right, you ready for the interleague? I sure am. Shout out, Miggy Cabs. Hot. Nice basement. The Mariners traveled east to New York City to play the New York Metropolitans. They took game one, two to one in a pitcher's duel. Gonzalez versus Scherzer both only allow one earned run. France had the go-ahead RBI. The Mets won game two, five to four. Bassett pitched well. Patrick Mazika. Go ahead, home run in the seventh after Winker had the game tying through and home run in the top half. Fun times there. And then in the rubber match, the Mariners win eight to seven. Robbie Ray gets got. Cookie Carrasco gets got. Cal Raleigh. Go ahead, two run home run. Julio Rodriguez had four hits with a home run. How about that? Mets leave the bases loaded. In the ninth, Alonzo, full count. Check swing K to end the game. Good, fun series between those two teams. The Astros went to the Capitol to take on the Nationals. They got it done in game one with a great Framber start, 7.2. One earned run in game two. The Nationals win. How about that? Javier. In the rotation at a bad start. I think it's the first bad start by an Astro starter in a long time. Game three, Verlander's out there. Five shutout innings up against Corbin. Ooh, it was five earned runs. Not good. Jeremy Pena sat the whole series. Sat down, watched it the whole series. Uh, Kelsey's Royals. No, psych. Strike that. Reverse it. Eric Stone Street's Royals went to Denver to play. Kelsey's rocks. The Royals took two out of three. A lot of runs. 14 to 10 in game one as Granky and Freeland and the defense both just blow it. Game two, the Rockies win 10 to 4. Hernandez gets lit up. And in game three, the Royals win on a go-ahead two-run single in the ninth. After the Rockies had scored seven in the seventh to take the lead. Score seventh in the seventh to take the lead. Might as well score eight and win it, but they didn't. All right, quickly, the Royals and the Rockies. Uh, Good job by the Royals to win a series. The Rockies were home and they lost, so I don't like that for the narrative. I like the narrative there. I don't know if you guys have much to say on that. Um, the Mets and the Mariners is a really fun series. A little bit more on the Mets and Mariners situation coming up later in the show. Uh, game one, though, Gonzalez and Scherzer, 6.2 innings pitch, one earned run for Gonzalez, and seven innings pitch, one earned run for Scherzer. Then you have the Winker drama in game two, and then you have bases loaded, full count, uh, one run game in game three. So they put on a show, these two teams. I think both fan bases enjoyed it a bunch. More on some of it later. Hello. Oh, okay. We'll keep we'll keep our thoughts quick here. Uh, tough for the Mets to get the news about McGill. Yeah. I haven't talked to Jolly yet. Is he okay? That's like his guy. 
He looked okay. okay. He looked okay All this right. morning. Yeah, Mets are doing it. Mets are doing it. That's a big blow, though. God. I don't want to rain on the parade there, but like that's massive for them. Feisty Mariners. A lot of pent-up stuff coming out. I love it. Um, Mets had to lose their first series at some point. Um, Mariners, will they get going? Again, as we're at this six-week, seven-week mark, who... We know there's going to be two or three teams that we look back in another six weeks from now and we're like, wow, they had, they had a crap first month and then they figured it out. Could this be what gets them going? We just know they're heading up to Toronto now and, and Toronto, both those teams need, need series wins. So. Are they on a long East Coast trip? They do Boston after that for four? Yeah. Wow, that's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten game trip East from the Mariners. Mets, Toronto, Boston. Wow. And if I missed it, I'm sorry. I was sending a very important email. Ty France, Chris Rose rotation. Mm-hmm. Pretty I didn't cool. say the rotation part. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, Astros, they take two out of three. They get, they finally get a, like a bad start from uh, Christian Javier. I'm not trying to knock them. I've been talking about how good right. their pitching has been. Framber, 7.2, one earned in the first. Um, and the Astros scored five in the first, which gives Framber like a little bit of leeway to just go do his thing. Astros have now won, what is their record in their last 20? 16 and four. 16 and four in their last 20. Nine and one in their last 10. They're kind of rolling. And I think they're coming Close to being out of this stretch where they get an off day soon or some breathing room. Good for them for like, maybe they only want an off day at this point. They're so complete. And if you're an Angels fan, you got to be like, hey guys, can you give us a little bit of breathing room here? We're playing really good. Can you just play like sort of good? Not really, really good like you have been. That's always tough, man. When you're, you can't be uh, standings watching at this point in the season. But for Angels, it's like, you know, this is the first time they've kind of been in this position in a while. Uh, to see the Astros go pace for pace for them, it's, it's it's similar to like last year with the Dodgers and the Giants, where it's like, can one of you freaking guys lose a game or lose a series? And right now the answer is no. Get basically. ready. Get ready for that next Angels-Houston series, July 1st. Uh, That's crazy. So. It's crazy. They, have, they have 10 more games in a row, the Astros, before they have a game off. So, Still in the teeth of it a little bit. Um I want to give a shout-out. One of my first earliest Talking Baseball awards went to Yadiel Hernandez. I told a very passionate story about him. He's 34 now. uh, And, by the way, he's raking 333, 370, 886 OPS. Came over as a 29-year-old and was kind of toiling around in the minors. And now he's in the show raking. Um, So love that for him. And we had a correspondent at this game. Which, who? Oh, BBD was there. Oh, Bieber's, that's there. right. What, did your scouting eyes see anything? Uh, Well, Altuve, I was at the first game, Altuve homered first pitch, and I was like, ah. Seen that before. Yeah, that happens. Yadio Hernandez stays hitting. I always got my eyes on those gnats. He just always hits. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. Anyone talk about Framer's glove or face? No. Doesn't he have a bigger glove this year? I haven't noticed it. Really? I don't think so. Not the game I watched. Oh man, okay. I watched one game where it didn't look as as little. Maybe he's got a couple now. He's on, is he onto it? No, no, you're no. right. There's no way. He just probably forgot his glove. 
Pretty cool matchup, Verlander Soto. Um, I don't know how many times we're going to get to see that, huh? Yeah, that's nice. Like, not ever. <laughs> like, this is it, right? Did those guys ever face each other? Yeah. In the World Series. The World Series. Yeah. Did they face each other in the World Series? Probably. Probably, yeah. But we'll forget. We'll be old. Yeah, are the Nationals going to be in the World Series anytime soon? Unfortunately. That's mean. I shouldn't say They that. could be, man. Things happen quick. Do you, you remember what they did? 19 what was the year they won? 19? Dude. 19, yeah. 19 and 31. That shit was wild. Nelson That's Cruz. a long time ago, too, by the way. That seems like not too long ago. I had a real weird thought about telling younger, telling my, you know, my grandkids or my son about like, like, like a pitcher that I would want to be like, yeah, I saw him pitch. That isn't like a, I don't know how to put this in the words, whatever. It's 10 lines to come. It's like, he's probably the guy mm-hmm. that I'd be like, yeah, yeah, fucking hat. It was only five years, but you had to see it. Interesting. Interesting. That's a good question. Like, I think we'll... Because he's Hall of Fame quality, but it was just in a brief stint. I thought you were looking for someone that you had uh, to be, like, was good. I'm guessing my thing is, like, Verlander. Like, my our generation saw Verlander, and another generation saw Nolan Ryan, and they're probably, like, similar, like, in, like, dominance and performance and vibes around them. But, like, Lincecum was his own animal when he was doing it. It's a freak. The Zito. Freak. Yeah. Yeah, Zito's curves back then. Yeah. Like yeah, Fernando, like for Fernando Mania for the Dodgers or not. El Duque. El Duque. Yeah, like, you know. Felix Hernandez, when he was, uh, I mean, like when he was prime, the Seattle fans showing up, that was a special atmosphere there, too. There's been some fun pitchers. Even though I hate starters, there's been some fun times. Uh, okay. You want to move on to the second half of the show? I think so. Go, Kelsey Winger. Go, Kelsey. Go. All right, second half of the show where we give out standouts. We do Slump Watch and Fuego. And Awards is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Slide into stacks of cash this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $5 and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code JOHNBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks are used with permission. Hand up, Trev? You have your hand up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Gabe Kapler, this whole, like, if you have a full beard, you have a mustache thing. He's wrong. 30 seconds, go. I say, I say absolutely not. Yeah, Jake? no, he's wrong. If you have a full beard, you have a mustache? Yeah. I mean, that's not something I can really speak on, but I'd lean no, because if you don't have a mustache, you can still have a beard. Like the Amish. Like, I think you like, two both have mustaches. Oh, then you dis- like, I, I don't think you would, I think you don't, would not describe me as... Give me as a mustache. If you your mustache off, is pretty pronounced, though. If you shave more pronounced, camera, if you shave, if you, off. if both of you shaved your beards, you would have mustaches. We haven't shaved our beards, so now you're on the now you're on our side, right now. Well, no, it's like two separate items. What's this called? Soul patch. Soul patch. Flavor saver. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Mustaches, Sorry. sans. 
the other part of your face. Like I could shave my beard into just a, into a mustache. Well, you could shave your mustache right now and you'd still have a beard. Yeah, but that's not the question. Gabe Kapler says he has a mustache, but he doesn't. He has a full beard. He would need to like, shave his cheeks to have a mustache. Maybe that's the, maybe the caveat is full beard. Because you can do the chin strap look, yeah, and that's, that's technically a, beard. a beer, but it's not a full right. beard. I don't know. Fuck. Back in the day, what we have, Trev, wouldn't even be considered a beard. Yeah. It needed to fall off your face. Like if it if you got like something like in here, I guess you could you would say then like you got something in would you would you say that you got something in your mustache or if something got up there? Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, but shit. I also wouldn't say, but I, but I'm with you that I wouldn't Fuck. say like you just can't my, describe him as Jimmy has a mustache. Yeah, I don't know. That was a good point, BBD. Um, and then BBD, you and Gabe Kepler always, I always said you guys are basically I, the same person. Yeah, Jake, you're up. I am standout performance. We highlight players that did really good jobs. You boys were talking about him a little bit, and I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to hit him with. So you might hear about him later because we can't talk about this guy enough. Nestor Cortez Jr. Um, our king, 5'11", 210, a.k.a. 5'10". We'll give him 215. He's not too big, but he's thick. Nestor Cortez Jr., he comes up to the major leagues. He's this soft-throwing lefty, and everyone's like, all right, let's see what you got, kid. He gets knocked around a little bit. Baltimore, New York, Seattle, um, Knocked around, knocked around. He looks like the kind of guy that you're like, I don't know <laughs> if that guy's going to stick around in the major leagues. Since last year with the New York Yankees, he has 133 innings pitched with 152 strikeouts and a 2-4-4 ERA. He went out and he threw eight innings, one earned run against the Chicago White Sox. He is leading the American League in ERA with a 1-3-5. For a while, Yankee fans were scared to talk about Nestor. It was kind of like, this party might come crashing down. Let's enjoy it while we're here. It was one of those things like, let's, let's not even talk about what's going to happen next. It's, it was like young love that you knew wasn't going to work out. But it's working out. And by the way, baseball savant likes him. Expected ERA, expecting batting average, K percentage. He's striking dudes out. The only thing on his baseball savant that's blue is his fastball velo. And, you know, the game went velo, 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 that it looks like, and hopefully there's room for more Nestor Cortez Juniors. Um, and, man, he is a guy you should root for. He is a 36-round pick. He's a silly guy if you follow his social media stuff and his mustache. What a segue you guys set up for me there. Um, and, by the way, it, it's not just a party trick anymore. He's shoving. His whip is 0.85. He just gets out there and throws it. That's all he wants to do. Josh Donaldson gave him a player comp yesterday that I really liked. Little Mark Burley. Just a lefty that's out there without fear, ready to go every pitch. Burley. And shout-out to Nestor Cortez for throwing a two-and-a-half-hour game yesterday that let us go to the Rangers playoff game on time. Uh, King Nestor, he is the absolute best, and he is my standout performer. I, I guess I like that comparison. Mark Burley worked quick. Uh, does Nestor have the pickoff move like Burley? Because like no one could even run on Burley. I don't think he's got that. He just, he doesn't he just couldn't base. run on him. Burley doesn't have um, the sexuality, though. 
Okay. Burley was the guy that you'd score three runs off in the first and you think you're going to score 10. And then before you knew it, it'd be the eighth inning and you'd still have three runs. Um, so, I mean, that's a good comparison. Josh Donaldson's the best. Hitting coach. We'll have him on soon. Play some good defense too. My gosh. Yeah. Am I up? Let's hear it. My standout performance. I'm going all Cardinals today. All freaking Cardinals. Wow. Those birds, my friends. Paul Goldschmidt goes three for four with the homer, two doubles, three ribbies against Carlos Rodon. Uh, the reason I gave this to him was the at-bats. First at-bat, he's up there. I think it was two pitches in a row. Uh, guy gets on in front of him, Goldschmidt, first pitch, fastball down the middle, just absolutely turns on it. Uh, just a freaking bomb up there in Big Mac land. Uh, next at bat, he gets to 2-1 on Rodon. And in his mind, he's obviously thinking, well, I just took his fastball, you know, 500 feet to left field. Like, you know, he has off-speed in his mind. Rodon throws him another heater. And because he has that in his mind, you know, he's a little late on it, but his swing path is so freaking good. Double down the right field line. To, do, to be able to do both of those things in the same game, basically on the same pitch, it just shows you how good and locked in Goldie can be. And we, I mean, his career stats are ridiculous. If you want to go check the baseball reference page out, please do. It's a freaking treat, uh, but just an excellent guy. One of the guys you get next to, you don't realize how freaking big he is until you stand next to him. Uh, one, of, I mean, dude, I mean, one of the better hitters we've seen, right? Like as far as long as I've been watching baseball, Paul Goldschmidt is I don't know I can't give a number top fifty whatever but he's uh, he's something man fun to watch really good swing fundamentally sound plays a good first base. They like those kind of guys in St. Louis, huh? They do. It's true. Always it's true. A, always a good baseball reference and always a good eye test. Anytime you run into Paul yes. Goldschmidt, you're enjoying yourself. Cal guy, so you know he's not as smart as me. I could have went to Stanford, but smart. I have him as a Texas State guy. Oh, he didn't go to Cal? Wrong guy. Thinking of somebody different. He's thinking of someone different, that's all. God, forever I thought he was a Cal guy. I mean, maybe I lost a little bit of respect for him. Texas (laughs) State? Tough. (laughs) Tough break for Paul. Sorry, Paul. Damn. (laughs) I mean, his one of his nicknames is, is America's first baseman. You know? How is he younger than it's me? Not a what? Nickname. <laughs> he seems so much older than you. So much older than How me. How old is he? Lord. He's 34. Nah, he's older than me. Yeah. So older up. than me, older than BBD. Yeah. So wow. only one person. Younger than you though, 50, 52 career war. Are we looking at a Hall of Famer, guys? I think so. If they f- remember him. Mm-hmm. My standout, are you ready? I am. Chase Silseth. I actually don't know how to pronounce his last name. Silseth? Silseth? I think you're all over it. The Angels drafted 20 pitchers last year, if you remember. They went 20 for 20. I was applauded them. I said, yes, finally, do it, uh, all pitchers. He was their 11th round pick. He was expected to go higher than that. He signed for uh, over, uh, over the price over the, the slot or whatever. He's the first one from the draft class to make his debut. They're going to the six-man rotation. I don't know if he already got sent down. I think I think they said he's probably going to get sent down soon as they have some off days coming up. But in his, in his MLB debut, after only eight career minor league, 
it was a college pitcher, so a lot of times they can speed through a little more than others. Um, but I think it was only two years of college. He's only 22 years old, so it's still pretty quick. He comes up, faces Oakland, six innings, one hit, two walks, I believe. It's a really good outing, and I love it because that's exactly what the Angels needed, just a fuck ton of minor league pitchers. And you call on a dude because he was coming up from double A. I'm guessing he just matched up with the game they needed. And he'd been pitching pretty well. Six innings pitched, zero earned runs, 4K. Said it was for his uncle who died last fall. And after he got drafted, said you're going to make it. So that's the emotional twist. That's nice. The um, pitch mix is he throws that I like is a split finger. And it looks like an old school split finger. Just... I don't know if you saw any of this, Trev, but you should watch some clips. It's just like that dip and dive splitter. Um, I want that to come back. I know I know we got guys throwing it now. You got, you know, I know Gossman's out there and even Cobb okay. now. Yeah. Yeah, Shoei's is crazy. Shoei's is like yeah, fancier. Nasty. This is like a little more like, a, I don't know. Shoei's is like nasty, nasty. Mm. But this is good. It's a good change. It's a split change. So, hats off to that dude. What a debut. Quick journey to the pros. That's fun. Me and Trev just don't really respect those guys for not putting in their time in the minor leagues. Yeah, I'm not happy with them because they didn't grind it out as much as I did. But Even know. if they go to college, you don't count the college years? No, college is not like the minor leagues, dude. College is like the best time of your life, and the minor leagues is maybe the worst time of your so life. So why didn't you go so. to college then? Dude, I regret a lot of things in my recruiting process. I really do. Way to bring that up. First rounder, dude. Drafted in the first round. (laughs) Slump watch? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Emotional. That was a first rounder. (laughs) Jake, run through it. Man, uh, first on slump watch, Trevor Plouffe. Um. Getting emotional about being a first-round pick. Uh, Jim, Toro! Toro! We had him on Slump Watch. He put up a little two for four for you. And we'll take that after an 0 for 10. I think he gets just a little little golfer. Good job. Get out of my face. Jim, Kyle Schwarber was on Slump Watch after an 0 for 13. He has three hits, uh, but two of them are homers. He's got three walks, a hit by pitch, a 368 on base. Kyle Schwarber's off. He plays some Kyle Schwarber ball. Young, thick Austin Riley. Uh, don't date my daughter. That's the other guy. Uh, three for 14, Jim. I don't know what to do with that. Isn't this, wasn't he on still? Like, isn't this? He was one for six. Yeah. Braves need it. Let's keep him on. Let's keep him on. Well, we'll see the rest. Kike, do you love me? Are you riding? He goes 250-375, couple walks. I, I think he's off. Also a hit by pitch, which, hey, that's how you get off slump watch, you know? Lean into one, kid. And then Trent Grisham of the Independent. He goes two for eight, couple doubles, four RBI. I think that might put me over the top for getting him off this list. Sure. Just a spank clap for him. Uh, so I think that means young, thick Austin Riley is the only one staying. So we need four well, people. Did, that to, means we did a great job. We did a fantastic job. Yeah. We need four people to join him, Jim. Sean Murphy 
0 for 13, and this is a guy that should be competing for pedals, so I definitely want to put him on. Oh, he's on. And uh, someone brought a poster of his butt to the Coliseum, mm-hmm. and he signed it. Been there. No, you haven't. It's nice butt. Mentally. Okay. Ghosts. Um, oh, no, Bichette. And 0 for 10 from Bo. Uh, also, the same 0 for 10 from Brian Reynolds. 0 for 10 with two walks for each of them. Wilson Contreras. Oh, I let's mean, put we, him yeah, on. we're going catchers, clearly. And then, oh, no, Jimmy. Yeah. That, oh, I feel I, I feel bad for wanting. But I, I feel, like, silly even putting him on here. Manny Machado, he goes 0 for 8. Two intentional walks. Scared. Because... I feel because he's going to get off. And then I think it's Bo Bichette. I'm sorry, Brian Reynolds. Your team won without hitting, so that's kind of so encouraged. So clearly it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, and the Blue Jays, you know, getting near 500 kind of go time. So it looks like our slump watch for this week, the young, thick Austin Riley, Sean Murphy, the new young, thick, that behind, Wilson Contreras, could he be your team's catcher come August? Manny Machado, tweet at Jim when he's hitting, and Bo Bichette with the hair and all that. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Fuego, fuego, fuego. Poppy, Trevor, Bryce Harper, your guy. Eight for 12 with three homers. Holy smokes. Yuli Gurriel, I think he had some slump watch candidates. There's an 8 for 12 from the ageless wonder. My God, what do we tell our grandkids about him? Giancarlo Stanton, three homers, 8 for 16, dominant. The big dude is scary when he's right. Paul Goldschmidt, you just heard about him. 6 for 12, two homers. Miggy Cabs, Trev's guy, 6 for 10, two homers. Let's go, Miguel. He's older than Trev. That's cool. Cole Calhoun. We love ourselves some Cole Calhoun with a 6 for 12. Brendan Rodgers. Good for the kid. He had a rough start to the season. 7 for 14. Taylor Ward. Yeah, every episode. And Rafi Devers goes 6 for 14 with four extra base hits himself. So that's, uh, tell him who's hot. Who's hot? Who sell out the spot? I close the chat. It's gone. No, who, I mean, who it's, dates not your bad. it's not is bad. It's not bad. Matt Olson? A, Matt Olson. They're what just, uh, we haven't explained slump watch in a while, so they're confused. We're not slumping. We're watching out right. for them. We're so helping them. Don't them. slump. Yeah. It's preventative. Uh, you know, if you go over in a series, we got to make sure you don't do it again. Trev so uses anti aging cream so he looks younger than Paul Goldschmidt. Preventative. I have a f- I have some eye cream that I use. Uh, oh. Paul Goldschmidt is my date, my daughter guy. Oh wow! Because uh, Matt Olson's too good looking, so it's like I for me Goldie's like Goldie's more of like a raise my kids guy. If I die, like I feel like Matt Olson. Yeah, yeah Matt Olson would like go the step of respecting me. Like if I if I yelled at him once, he'd like respect it for like a he'd fake it. Paul Goldschmidt yeah, yeah. would just, like, crane me. He'd grab me by my peanut head and, like, you're out, yeah. little guy. Never Did you guys know that he once gave me a gift to get Vans? Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, because he, he doesn't wear Vans because he's a, an adult. He's a man. But I'm, like, a teenager, so I still wear Vans. So thanks, Paul Goldschmidt, for that. How did that happen? I mean, just, you know, walk us through that. 
Um, it was a players uh, association, you know, Jake. Uh, yeah. We have those things all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was in one of our bags, a, a grab bag, a gift bag, if you will. He's like, I don't wear Vans. You wear Vans? He like looked at me. He's like, oh, you for sure wear Vans. And just gave me the, <laughs> the gift certificate there. I'll never forget that, Paul. And that's when I realized how big he was. Oh, my God. Because he towered over me. Uh, but he still respected me. I saw the look in his eye. Yeah, yeah. It's good. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get that. Any one of you freaks wear Vans still? It's <laughs> <laughs> basically what it was. <sighs> <sighs> Here you go, Corey Kosky. Enjoy him. Um, my <laughs> first award, is it brought to us? That was good. By nope, that was good. Brought to you by the warehouse. Uh, the warehouse and ball and, uh, and, oh. um, Exciting stuff. Island Ball. Me versus Trev happened. Yeah, Island Ball. You versus Trev. You versus Moyland. I've got my one-on-one league game tonight versus the Jolly Chozos. Go check out hmm. Jam Warehouse if you haven't yet. A um, lot of fun over there. A lot of fun over there. I, men, am giving out the Mr. 100 Award. Uh, very prestigious honor. Um not as high as a Vans gift certificate, but it's good. And it's not going to Shohei Otani for hitting his 100th homer. It's not. Sorry. That's too easy, folks. It's going to my guy. We get nervous sometimes on here talking about Yankees. Trev said this episode was for the birds. He went full Cardinals. I am going big Aaron Judge. The Yankees. Oh, Nestor and Judge out of you, huh? The Yankees have been the best team in baseball. Trev, you're probably saying, hey, why is Aaron Judge Mr. 100? Is it something to do with this one dot OPS? It's not. It's really nice, though. And you can make the number 100 in it. Average exit velocity. 100th percentile. Barrel percentage. 100th percentile. Hard hit percentage. 100th percentile. Expected slugging. 100th percentile. Ex-Woba, 100 percentile. Five of the, what are there, 12 boxes on Baseball Savant. Big Aaron Judge is the top 100th percentile. The dude is a freak, and every time we get the opportunity to say it, he's not just a mammoth home run blaster. The guy's got batting average. He's got the contact tool. He's got on base. He plays great, incredible defense. He's got a cannon for an arm. He looks, Jim, you said this on Talking Yanks yesterday, he looks better than we've ever seen him. And by the way, you might remember, before this offseason, he turned down a $213 million extension. You know why? Because the price tag has already gone up. Uh the big fella looks incredible. If he continues at this rate, I mean, he is making a sprint for the AL MVP. I don't know if he lands there, but man, if he lands top three, top five, and hits free agency, the big fella is in for a lot bigger payday than what the Yankees offered before the season. Uh, big Aaron Judge is playing a special brand of baseball right now, and uh, it's a big part of the reason that the Yankees are the best team in baseball. Way to go, Judgy. He's almost Mr. 200, okay? We have three Mr. 200s. I'm talking about OPS plus, obviously, our guy Taylor Ward's leading it. Mike Trout, Manny Machado, all over 200. 
OPS plus and judge sitting at 195. So he is something else, man. I don't think I gave him enough respect early on. I don't know. I just didn't pay much attention to him. But now, obviously, talking to you guys and knowing Dan Rourke, I really get my judge, Phil. He's incredible. To be that big, to have that the, those mechanics that he has and to, be able to do the things that he can do on the field is I'm going to say man. something, and it's going to be rude. And a certain fan base is going to be very mad at me about it. Hmm. I think a lot of people have tried to paint Judge uh, as a Pete Alonso and just like a masher of baseballs. And he's like a gold glove caliber, now center fielder, playing more center field than right field. Center center field. Uh, Can run the bases, went first to third a bunch of times. Uh, I think in this series against the White Sox, went first to third. Hits for average, on bases there, and the slugging's there. Like he is uh, a five-tool player. It's yes. And I think a lot of the world, because they hate the Yankees and I'm, I get it. Have tried to be like, he just strikes out and hits home runs. Like he's Joey Gallo. And it's like, no dude, he's fucking one of the more well-rounded baseball players I've seen play. It's actually judge's parents fault because he's just too big. Yeah. And when you see a guy that big, it's like, you just can't imagine him playing good defense or running or doing anything but hitting homers. Uh, so I just fault his parents for that. So, you know, whatever. Judge and I both get a little reverse stereotyped, uh, and it's messed up. Um, <laughs> Judgey leading the league in home runs, in runs. And Trev, these are the career numbers. Seven years now, 605 games, 277, 385, 559 slug. He averages a 943 OPS. That's, that's rare air, man. That's rare air. And he looks, again, he looks better than ever. It's pretty cool. Love it. T-Nasty? Your award. My award, you guys can choose the name. It's Wayne Lena or Mo Wayne. What do you think? I think I like Wayne Lena better. I'm talking about Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright uh, set the MLB record for the most team wins by a starting battery. So I got, uh, Jake, can you give me a woo, please? Woo! Katie Wu, who covers the Cardinals for the Athletic. I got her story up here about this. Um, Great stuff here. The duo made their 311th career start as battery mates and their 355th overall appearance together. Now they tied. This is awesome. They tied Matt Thornton and AJ Przinsky for the seventh most appearances by a battery in Major League history. Mind you, this this is mainly a starting combination. You know, those batteries for the appearances usually held by relievers. Matt Thornton, by the way, disgusting. You're talking about bowling balls from a lefty. I never, ever, ever wanted to face that guy, even though he was a lefty, because it felt like the ball weighed way too much uh, when he threw the ball, heavy ball. Anyways, back to Yachty and Wainwright. They got their 203rd team win last night. That breaks the all-time record that was, hold, that was held by Warren Spawn and Del Crandall. I don't give a lot of love to starting pitchers, but I do like the relationship the starting pitchers and catchers have. I mainly put that on the catchers. I'm a big fan of catchers. But to do what these two have done is nothing short of incredible. Uh, Chris Rose had Wayno on his uh, on his show, uh, the Chris Rose rotation, and they talked a, bit, a little bit about their relationships, which started in the minor leagues. Um, there was a time where – uh, Molina basically had to tell Wayno, like, hey, trust me, man. You got to trust me. And their relationship has gone 
swimmingly ever since. Uh, it, it, it really is a unique type of relationship that those two positions have together. You spend a lot of time going over, studying together, and then you have to not only study together, but go put that to work. And you have to be one. You know, Pitchcom has come into to play now, but what I love about batteries is like the subtle nods of the head or like, you know, the hand going over here. Like they have all sorts of communication uh, or ways to communicate that most people can't see. Um, and you come into the dugout, they could be in each other's face, getting crazy and yelling at each other and then go out, out and have to work together again. These guys have done it for so long, 19 years a piece in the big leagues, or I think it's 19 and 17 or something like that. Uh, to, to watch it all go down, it's just, it's kind of been incredible. Um, so I just wanted to give a shout out to them. The Cardinals, I can't imagine this happening in any other organization, like the way that it's worked out for them. I don't know why I say that, but it just makes sense to me in my head. So what do I call this award? Wayne Lena. Wayne Lena. Congrats, guys. It, I, I mean that from the, like, I'm very being very sincere about this. Like their relationship is really, really cool to watch. And I hope, I hope we get to see uh, it continue all year and then, you know, we'll see what happens next year. Not promised for anybody, uh, but I sure would like to see this continue. It's been amazing to watch. One of the cooler things, batteries that played together the whole time. Give uh, me the Yankees. Like who's Yogi Berra's like battery mate that they always talk about? Like who would be his? Yogi played for you so long. I don't think he had a pitcher. I mean, he had, he had Whitey. Like I would guess it would be Whitey and Yogi, but. Elston came in to play halfway through Yogi's year. So, uh, I don't know. And baseball is so cool. It's like, you know, uh, Yachty's from Venezuela. Where's Wayno from? Wherever he's from. Like, that special relationship, you know, over the bond of baseball, I don't know. It gets me sometimes. I think about that. People coming from all over the world, playing a sport together, and then developing these cool relationships it's like one of my favorite things about baseball is the fact that like so many cultures, so many shapes and sizes, and you develop stuff like this. That's why baseball is the best, dude. Yadi, Yadi, Puerto Rican. I'm not sure. Yadi is Puerto Rican. Why did I Puerto say Rican. that? You're all right. I think you meant it. Even the way you I said thinking it. Miggy, I was thinking Miggy Cabs. I've had it in my head a lot today because I, I watched a lot of his highlights from this weekend. My bad. The way you said He's Venezuelan sounded like you meant to say Puerto Rican. And a story we went Tough. Through this offseason, that was a beautiful. bad look for me. <laughs> they spent Thanksgiving together. Wayno brought the fam down to Puerto Rico. <laughs> hey, that's beautiful. There's some fun athlete stuff there. So, yeah. There you go. Whitey Ford, 252 games with Yogi, but 195 with Elston Howard. So, I don't know who. It's a lot of games. Uh, Jimbo. My award is the Good Clean Fun Award. Say it again. Good, clean, fun. Ah, okay. Best good, kind. The best kind. The good, clean, good, clean, fun. It goes to uh, Jesse and the Mets. Mm. Winker and the Mets. I don't remember a rivalry like this. I, they exist. I want you guys to help me out here, but it's the it's one of the most respectful rivalry. Like, Winker hits a home run, and Chase and Shreve got pissed off. He pimps it. Mets fans boo. He smiles at them. If Winker was traded to the Mets tomorrow, he'd be the most beloved Met. Like, it's 
so fun. I was reading a lot of Mets fans' tweets, and they're like, well, no, we don't actually hate them. It's kind of like, it's wrestling. They're like doing a flirty dance, Winker and the Mets. And it's all because that first instance, I forget exactly what happened, but the guy had a sign that said, like, fuck you, Winker, or something like that, and Winker signed it or or asked to meet him. And Winker's been on this show, asked to come on and chat with us, didn't invite Trev to his scooter gang, was awesome. Mm. Was one of my favorite conversations we had because it felt like we were just chatting with the, with the buddy because he was just a funny dude and gets it. He's from Buffalo, right? Yep. Uh, so what they have going on. Just to add, the, uh, the, first, so fun. the first sign said, Jesse Winker, you're a straight up bitch. Yeah, you're a straight up mm-hmm. bitch. And he liked it and like met the guy and signed it instead of turning it into an actual thing. And then that kind of made everyone be like, all right, so this is a thing. Then he hits the home run, and then I believe he was the last out of the game. Diaz struck him out. And God, man, that is so fun. I, you cannot manufacture this, but whenever you get like a little bit of a spark of this, every team should. Like, we had it with Gritchick, uh, but that wasn't like all of Yankee Stadium and Gritchick. It was kind of just us, and we would call him that fuck, and he would torment the Yankees, and we would laugh and nod at each other. But it wasn't like, this is all of City Field and Winker, doing the dance together of like fake hate each other, but honestly stop killing us, but we respect you, but this is fun vibe. It's cool. It's really fun to watch. So I don't know more of that organically. If you can do it, baseball, is there anyone you can think of? Uh, Verdugo and the Yankees were getting there and then, uh, they both kind of bailed on each other. They had that fun there's exchange. there's Vado in uh who what city is that is it Pittsburgh that he messes with the fans all the time yeah that's a that's a good one that's a good one I'm trying to think yeah it's 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 tough because it's usually crosses a lighthearted line at some point I told I told C Rose this morning like if you're playing outfield uh in you know a, a tough city to play outfield in so you know Boston New York Philly sorry fan bases like it's tough to play I think you guys pride yourself on that anyway the best thing you can do is just kind of have fun with it uh you, you could ignore it to a certain extent but it's not going to stop if you get really mad at someone it's just going to get worse but if you kind of mess around with them and take a few balls out there and throw them up whatever I think that's the it is the best way to handle it because then it's like it, it's it's not like a uh, mean spirited. It becomes more like fun, friendly banter back and forth. So I think Winker kind of knows that. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, let's see. I think he also, who's the best friend of the week as I look up a stat real quick. Best friend of the week is Dansby Swanson. Three mm. hits on the weekend. Two of them were homer, six RBIs. Thanks to walk in there. Wow. Go is that Dan- the first time? Dansby? It's his first of the year. Uh, Winker's got 10 games at City Field, 830 OPS, two homers, two doubles. I thought there would be more than that. That's good. It's not bad. The chat is roasting me. For what? Your Vans? Because I said that Yachty was from Venezuela. We covered it. I messed up, people. Some people have a bad day. I'm, I'm, I'm still going. You're good, man. People said in our review. People say the wrong things all the time. Teammate picked I love up. that Puerto Rico is part of the U.S., but it's not part of the U.S. But it is. It's really not. It is, but it's not. You know what? A lot of crypto people. So, Jake, yeah. check Puerto Rico out, bro. My crypto How's that portfolio doing? Terrible lately. 
Uh, elevator talk. Let's spin Send this wheel. Uh, what's the website I use? Wheel Elevator.com. Probably a good yeah. one. Uh, but no, I use Wheel Decide. Here we go. I'm going to check elevator.com. Wow, nobody has it. It's the Mets. It's the New York oh, Mets. Oh. The New York Mets are the team that came up uh, that we are getting in an elevator. And this, you know, we get in elevators to come up to our office now, and we have Mets fans in the office. So yeah. this is a very realistic situation. They're good. They lead the league uh, in wins in the National League, I believe. Uh, I don't know. They just lost a series. Buck Showalter's awesome. Shakira came to town. Buck was excited yeah, to meet her. Did. Who isn't excited to see Shakira? Uh, Jacob a, DeGrom gets his follow-up MRI today. It's big, it is big. news. Uh, Mets news. McCann just went to the IL. Uh, McGill. You know what? Brandon Nimmo. I, I've said it on here yeah, before. Yeah, he's hot right now. I've said it on here before. I look at the stat page, and what I see is an incredible baseball player. Maybe you said you need to watch more Machado. I want to watch more Nimmo because I see a center fielder that's going 304, 414, and 887 OPS. And his career stats are there, too. And if you go to their baseball reference right now, Scherzer and McNeil are next to each other, and it's like, whoa. Have you, how many How many players, Jake Sucks, how many players do you think have had a cleanup for the Mets this year? Four. Two. One, Pete Alonso. Love that. Every single game. Can, can I say on this show, Shakira's yeah. Oh, I love Shakira. Yeah. That's like a hot. All time. Yeah. It's all time. Gosh, dang, Shakira. 